We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell, tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg, yes. down Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkinson, yes. they did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to the Twitter Spaces live show Friday night edition of the offseason. I am your host Tyler, joined by my two guys as always, Mr. Malcolm Harn, Mr. Pierre. How are you boys doing on this Friday night? Man, I'm doing great, chilling, it's the weekend, I'm excited. Yes sir, no uh, NFL football? This week, we got the Super Bowl next week. We got the Pro Bowl this week, actually, technically on Sunday. Then, you know, we got the Pro Bowl, and then, you know, yeah, one more game of football, and then we officially kick off the offseason and free agency and all the draft coverage. And I mean, we're already doing all that, but like it just really starts to amp up after the Super Bowl. But Malcolm, how are you doing, man? Finally, Mr. Hart has came back to Twitter spaces, man. I'm here, man. What's happening, man? Good, man. I'm doing well. So the senior bowl is officially over. Well, the practices are officially over. The game is tomorrow on Saturday. I don't know when you guys are going to listen to this. So the game is on Saturday and all the practices are finished. And that's really the main, you know, that's the main stuff you get from the senior bowl, the practices that that's like the main stuff you pick up from it. What these guys did in practice, what are they doing on all these drills? Like that's what most of the media is down there for. And, the coaching staff and the game itself is more of like an all-star type competition game. Like there's meaning behind it, obviously, but there's obviously more meaning behind the three practices, the Tuesday, Wednesdays and Thursdays. So that is all wrapped up. We hear all the buzz that's, you know, picking up from mobile, Alabama, all the quarterback buzz, just buzz all around the NFL draft. Some guys stock to raising some guys stock falling. And I want to talk about some, a specific position, a specific position, that has been gaining some buzz for the Detroit Lions and just overall in this NFL draft because there wasn't a clear-cut, you know, quarterback one in this quarterback class. You know, there's a, a bunch of opinions of different guys in different spots. And, you know, I don't think many Lions fans are really considering a quarterback at pick number two, but I feel like, you know, 
people seeing the buzz around Mobile this week, I feel like some people's perceptions might have changed and maybe not completely changed, but there might be some different perceptions of fans not being against taking a quarterback with the second overall pick or maybe just taking a quarterback in the first round. So we're going to get, you know, we're going to cover all that in this draft. And I want to talk about one guy specifically who had a really, really good week in Mobile, and that's Malik Willis. And I'm going to kick it off to you, Pierre, because you're the one who brought up this idea to me. You're the one who brought up the idea of Malik Willis potentially being a lion and him gaining a lot of traction this week in Mobile. So I'm going to let you talk about your guy, Malik Willis, and, you know, what's the intrigue with him? I wouldn't say necessarily he's my guy. He's still, like, he was still a little inconsistent, but his arm wowed the scouts and the people in the media over there. But when you look at Willis, he has a strong arm, he's mobile, but he has to work on his accuracy. And that's a big issue. At number two, maybe that's a little too rich for me. Personally, I take one of the edge rushers, and then if they really, really want him, they could uh, trade up and get him, right? Um, I don't know. Malcolm, what do you think? I think the whole idea of drafting Malik Willis at two is, is completely ludicrous. I think it's insane to even think that he will be an option at two. And I, Pierre, I'm not sure if you remember, but I told you this was going to happen. I told you this I'd probably like five or six episodes ago <laughs> before did. this before this happened. I said, you know what? They do this every year. These these analysts are going to hype up one of these quarterbacks. They're going to hype them up so much that they're going to say, wow, Detroit Lions should take one at two. But again, I think this is this is exactly what it is. This is this is hype right now, man. I, Malik Willis at two. Come on, man. He's he's not that type of prospect. Like some people, like if you look at Dan, Daniel Jeremiah's board. His top fifty board, he's in. The, he's like number twenty seven or twenty five, as far as his top fifty. So you're talking about drafting this guy two overall, not a good idea. Now, not Mal- a good idea for Detroit Lions. And let me let me just go back and say this, okay? I'm just gonna bring it back to all the quarter, all the teams who took risks on quarterback just like this. You know, if you want to bring up Josh Allen, he could possibly be like a Josh Allen. I know that's probably what you're gonna want to say. Yeah, you know, Josh Allen didn't have the best college stats and. You know, the Bills took a chance on him. The Buffalo Bills, when they drafted Josh Allen the year before, they drafted Josh Allen. They were 9-7. They went to the playoffs. They're already an established team already that, you know what, the quarterback at the time was – I can forget. I'm forgetting his name. Who, who, uh, Tyler, what's his name? Tyron Taylor. Tyron Taylor. Tyron Taylor was a quarterback for the Bills that took up 9-7 and seven and took him to the playoffs for the first time in God knows how long. You know – at that point, when you're the Buffalo Bills, you could take a risk like that and take a risk at Josh Allen because why? Everything else is already established. They already established a really good defense. They could run the ball at that point. At that time, you're looking at upgrading your quarterback position. If you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, same situation. Kansas City Chiefs, when they drafted Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, the slinger coming out, they didn't know he was going to be this good, you know, but he had, he had all the potential to do all the things he could do now. The Kansas City Chiefs, to draft a quarterback like that and take a chance on a quarterback like that. Why? The year before, they were 12-4, and went to the AFC Championship with Alex Smith. You know, now you're drafting a quarterback. Now you know at that point, get a quarterback that's better than Alex Smith can take you over to, to that next hump. I mean, we could just keep going on, all, all the quarterbacks. You know, we won't talk about the Texans when they drafted um, Deshaun Watson, same thing. They were 9-7 the year before. They went to the playoffs. The Detroit Lions were 3-13-1. We have so many problems with the Detroit Lions that's not even funny. And as far as coaching wise, the coaching wise, coaching is there. We saw that last season. 
If, if you want to look at what happened last season, Dan Campbell accomplished what he wanted to accomplish. You know, he said it's going to be a team that's going to take the identity of the city, and they did that. They were tough. They fought every goddamn game, and you know they they were in almost every game except probably like four or five, three or three. I say maybe four, maybe four games. But as far as the talent level, we have so many damn holes on this team that we're thinking about quarterback right now. Is is this too early in the process? So we think about a franchise quarterback. You know, as far as building a team, I just think that if they do it. If they do draft Malik Willis, it will show. I'll be a little disappointed because you know I'll think that you know this is a very impatient move for uh, a coaching staff that has five, six years. Now, you uh, know, Malcolm. Okay, not at two. Let's say potentially like Eric Schlitt wrote a nice article today. He's like, he doesn't want to take him at two. There's also a chance if you trade up, uh, there's rumors the Steelers love him. So you take him at 19 or like, do you be patient? Just let him fall to you at 31 or 32. Same thing. Same thing. Look at all those teams I just mentioned just now. What did they all have in common? They were in the playoffs the year before. It's not the Detroit about- Lions. The Detroit Lions have so many holes right now. And you know, my, my best case scenario for Detroit Lions in this this whole number two spot, if they could trade back to maybe five or six and then pick up a Kyle Hamilton and then get some more draft capital, and then you could just keep plugging it, pl- keep plugging away. You know, the way I vision this team is I want the Detroit Lions to be like the the San Francisco 49ers last year. San Francisco 49ers were in a point that they were in a play. Were, that was, again, the year before they were a playoff team, before they drafted Trey Lance. Right. And that, that was a team that you know, a quarterback away from really competing and doing what you want to do. I'd rather be in a situation like that where everything is built and then we're sitting back like, damn, we just need a goddamn quarterback. At that point, they want to keep drafting these guys every goddamn year until they find a guy. I'm good. I'm cool with that. <laughs> but I want this team to be established. I want to, I want to edge, I want a dominant edge rusher. You know, I want a, I want a good safety. I want a corner I could depend on. You know, I want a receiver that's going to be that, that, that's going to give me, you know, elite numbers. I want to build everything else before I'm thinking about our franchise quarterback. Yeah, but Malcolm, that's just pers- that's just me personally. But Malcolm, can't you make the counter argument too? Is like you see, you get situations like Denver, you get situations like Indy where you have a great foundation built already, but like they're literally just a quarterback away and. We we talk about it all the time. It is so hard to find quarterbacks, and this those two teams are like it seems like they're shuffling through quarterbacks every single year, trying to find a guy, and, or they'll play a guy for two years and it's just not working out. But the foundation's built, and if you have a good quarterback, we've seen you know situations where they can mask other flaws in your team. But that's obviously the risk of you trying to find the quarterback. But if you find the quarterback and you have a whole team, you know, if you find a quarterback you can make the argument that you don't need a whole team build because they can mask some of the flaws if you believe that is your guy. Uh, but what quarterback has done that before? Uh, what, quarterback, what, what, what quarterback has – who? No, no. What's the question? What quarterback has masked flaws on a team? As far as, like, took them to a championships with nothing nothing built in front of them. I mean, you could say, like, all right, the Cincinnati Bengals. If there's a quarterback like Joe Burrow in this goddamn draft class, I'm all in. Take the guy. That's an elite prospect. He's, you know, Joe Burrow threw sixty something touchdowns in college football, won the national championships. If he could, if we could, deal with a quarterback like that in the draft class, shit, I'll say do it. I'll say do it, hundred percent do it. They want harder. You don't have to say, oh, we're gonna bring this guy in and, and, and fix his mistakes. You, you don't say that about Joe Burrow. Joe, what mistakes to fix about Joe Burrow? There, there's no mistakes to fix about Joe Burrow. Now, if you draft a Malik Woods, they're like, oh wow, you know, he's he makes great plays, but the bad plays. Let's see if we can fix the bad plays. 
come on, man. We're too early in the process to be trying to fix something. You don't but need you have, to... But you have so many picks as well. It's not like you just have one pick that you're going to... Like, that's going to be the only crucial pick you have. You have multiple picks in the top 100. Uh, you, you, you do. But don't... I mean, me personally want, want to fix everything around us. Before, like, let's, let's take a risk. Let's take a gamble on Malik Willis. But there's so many... There's, there's, there's a lot of flaws with them. Yeah, but like, he, like if this was again. This was like a Joel Burrow that was there. Uh, but like, uh, let, let's do it. Joel Burrow, if a Joel, Joel Burrow was there, he's a hundred percent upgrade over um Jared Goff. Jared, Jared Goff probably wouldn't be on the team next year because he, you know, Jared, Joel Burrow probably he'll start right away. Mm-hmm. But there's there, there's none of Joel Burrow in this on, on in this draft class. No. So now you're taking a shot at a guy that's like, all right, it's boom or bust because Malik Willis. You look at his plays, you're like, oh shit, that's a nice throw. And then, then like two plays, you're like, who the fuck is he throwing the ball to? Yeah, he throw it right to the DB. Yeah, he throw it right to the safety. That's why Malcolm. But the thing with him though, the way that the game that's changing too, he's mobile and he could use his legs to threaten the defense. Uh, uh, also, also, you don't have to play him right away. Now, not I, at two. I'm not saying at two, but maybe if you want to jump the Steelers or another team, or if you want to just wait and let him fall to your lap, sure. But I think at two, it's a little rich. And I think Bob, or not, I'm sorry, Brad Holmes. Um, I don't think he's gonna take that big of a risk right away now. But if they really, really think like he could be a game changer and they love him, like they really, really love him, that's when you have to take him. But I think we're still early in that process. Right? Yeah, we have to exactly. We have, we have to see how the draft board falls. I wouldn't be shocked if a situation comes up where the draft board is falling and you know Malik Willis is there at a certain position where they're comfortable. You know, being able to trade up, they think they're comfortable trading this amount of capital to go up and go get a Malik Willis, for example. I think they have the ammo to do it if they're really comfortable with this guy and think he has the capabilities to do it. And number two, I agree with you. I don't think that's going to be in play. I, I just don't see a quarterback in play. And you mentioned that there's not that elite, elite prospect at the quarterback position. But if the draft board is falling their way, the Lions have the ammo to move up in the draft for a guy that they really like. And if that's Malik Willis, that could be something in play, and it wouldn't completely shock me. Tyler, um, I think Willis will be in play, but I don't think he'll get as much consideration as the other the edge rushers and maybe even Kyle Hamilton, right? But I think um, I think there's going to be debates in that war room, but it's probably some people wanting Willis on the team. I think he'll be in play, but I don't think like he'll be on top of the board. I just don't see it. I think you guys mentioned it. Like Malik Willis has flaws. Like He's a guy that you're going to have to you know, correct. Like, if you're going by intangibles, I think he's by far the most, you know, talented guy. Like, he has the biggest upside in this draft as far as the quarterback in this class, personally. Uh, but his bust rate is probably the highest as well out of the quarterbacks as well. You can make an argument. But, you know, if it's me, personally, I'm not taking this guy too. But if it's, you know, we're, we're going to take a chance at a quarterback in this draft class, I've always been in the boat where I'd rather take a boomer bust than a guy who I think is just going to be okay or average. Like a guy I could win with, but like he's not going to be the reason I'm winning games personally. Like could he be? Yeah, but like he's not going to be the main reason. I think we have that right now with Jared Goff. I think you see that around the league with Cousins and Garoppolo. Like you got those type of quarterbacks where you can plug and play them. They're going to be okay quarterbacks for you. Like you can go far with them, but everything has to be perfect. I've always been in the boats where like, Give me the Trey Lance because if if that guy hits, I could you know have a, a great quarterback on a rookie contract, and he can mask so many flaws if he lives up to the potential that he has. And I kind of feel that way about Malik Willis. Maybe not the same you know right. level as I did last year, 
but I'd rather take a shot on a guy like Malik Willis than I would on a Sam Howell or a Kenny Pickett or anyone in this draft class, honestly, because I, I, I take the chance that I could get the best out of this guy than a guy who's just, you know, he, he's good enough. But I, I'd rather take a shot who's going to be elite of the elite, or if he's a bus, he's a bus. Uh, <laughs> drafting Malik Willis. All right, now, and, and say, say we didn't completely fix everything. So say some guys didn't work out, we drafted. Now we're in a situation where we didn't fix our defense, and we have this guy, and then say if he's a bust. You know, he sits for next year, and then the year he plays, not good. And then the, year, the second year is not good. Then, then what? Now we're in a big hole again trying to fix our defense and trying to look for a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, there's always risk involved. Um but there is reports today. Well, not a report. I think it was Benjamin Albright. Someone asked him, how high do you think Willis could go? He said that top and He's like, would you do that? He's like, that's that's a different story. He's so not, he, He's on something. There, there's no way. There is, uh, <laughs> but there is a lot of buzz right now in mobile with uh, Malik Willis. It's, uh, it's hype. It's hype. It but that was the same thing happened with Josh Allen and Justin Herbert, though. Like and, and, Josh and Allen Baker was Mayfield. doing freakish. Jake, J- Justin, um, Josh Allen was doing freakish things, man, with his arm. His arm, his, his arm compared to Malik Willis is two different levels. Nah, Josh, he's talking about Josh Allen probably had the strongest arm in the league right now. Malik Willis is up there in terms of arm strength. He 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 is up there, but I mean, I can't. I don't know what he's compared to in the NFL level. No, he has an NFL arm. He, he has a, he has an NFL arm, but it's, it's not Josh. Don't, don't we can't compare his arm to Josh Allen? Josh Allen has no, the strongest arm in the league. That's not fair. That's not fair. Compared it's not fair. It's, it's not fair. And the thing is, man, it... he, if like Malik Willis came to the league, you probably have a top ten arm right now. Like probably, I mean that's he has a pretty damn strong arm. He can make all the throws, right? Um, he just needs to get accurate on it. Um, he could move in the pocket. That's another it's more than accuracy. He's a great leader too. There's a lot of things to look at, but the stuff you guys are saying, though, I agree. Like he, so one game will have three touchdowns. The next game will have three picks, right? And you're like, okay, so what do we do? Do you draft him at two? Do you wait? Do you trade up for him? Do you not even draft him at all? Those are all the questions that the Lions are probably having debates about in their war rooms. It's very impatient. They do it now. These guys are on five, six-year deals. They have five more years left. Malcolm, why, rush, why, so rush why, why would it be impatient if you absolutely love the guy? Yeah, that's because not he patient. If you love the guy, like he if, if, if they love, if they if they if they love, I mean, again, like Kim compared to the guys coming out next year, two different levels. Yeah, fall in love with another guy next year. Like you have time to fall in love with another guy next year. Like regarding next year though, you're probably going to be a lot better, right? Will you be? The, bro, bro, look at the Kansas City Chiefs. Look at the Texans when they drafted out. They all moved up. All these teams moved know, up to get their guy. Like, if they're most of the teams, the top five or ten need a quarterback, like in general. So yo, if it, Malik Willis was coming out next season, or, next year, he probably wouldn't be a the five or sixth quarterback or, off the board. I'm not even sure if he's the number one quarterback in this class. When did he become QB one? Malcolm, for example, last year, um, the the Jaguars had the number one pick and the Jets had the number two pick, and they were not going to trade those picks, right? So next year, if you have those top two or three teams that need a quarterback, they're not going to trade that pick. There could be more than two quarterbacks coming on next year, man. And on top, as far as the, the edge rushers is coming on next year, I mean, you could go down to maybe four or five and get yourself a really solid quarterback. You know, I depending don't... on who's all there, because you know, there's a lot of edge rushers coming out. Yeah, man, I wish next uh, quarterbacks. So it all depends. I think next year's class is way better. And again, it's just we're falling in love with the hype, the hype of 
the senior bowl practices, you know, it's, it's again, it's too early, man. But we like, have, Malcolm, we... the way I look at it is like, you don't have to take a quarterback this year. Like it, it, it you doesn't have, it doesn't have to happen, but if you love the guy, you love the guy. Yeah. yeah no, but we could be, we could be doing, we could be doing so that those picks you traded, you could draft yourself a linebacker. You could get yourself another receiver. Okay, you, can, you could do so important. many things. Get a safety. But, 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 but what's more important? Down the line, I mean, you have time to do whatever. You could, you could get your you quarterback next year. But if you love the guy now, you don't if, know if, if they, Detroit Lions, if Detroit Lions love, if, if they, if they love him, if they love him, then I think we have a problem because I, I don't think he's that low. He's not that great. He's okay. He's not even a top, to me. He's like a top fifteen prospect. That's so the they love him. If they, if they love him, I mean, it is what it is, man. I'm just gonna shake my head. the same thing when we dropped Jeff Okuda. When I shook my head, same thing. I'm just gonna shake my head, man. But I, I can't stop it. I can't stop it. But only thing I can say is, you know, hey, it's kind of impatient. They they should wait it because again, all every single team that took a chance on these type of quarterbacks, what did they all have in common? They all were a playoff team a year before. Every single team, every single team that took a chance on quarterbacks like this were a playoff team a year before. They all. They also had a plan, right? The Lions, like, they don't need to rush him out there. They have Mark Burnell, good QB's coach, former NFL quarterback. They have a great O-line in place, a good running game. And it looks like they're going to go out and get some receivers this offseason. I mean, your offense is pretty close to being pretty damn good. I'm glad they have a plan, but until you see it on the field, until we say, okay, we have a top, you know, 15 or top 12 defense, you know, or top 10 defense, then we can say, you know what, let's go get ourselves a quarterback. No, you know, we have a, a productive receiving core, productive running game. We know everything is working, and we're sitting back and like, oh, you know, we're just a quarterback away. Look at the look at the Rams. The Rams are a quarterback away. What do they do to the trade to get a goddamn quarterback? I mean, a guy like Stafford barely comes available. He came up. I know, but how many times is there quarterbacks unhappy and, and want a, a change of scenery? That, 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 just, that, that, that just that's just the trade market. But I'm just talking about, I mean, you, you could take shots at guys. It's no, not that, impossible. No, but, it's not. The Broncos, I, like, I know you brought up the Broncos, but they took a shot at Peyton Manning a few years back. I mean, that well, was their opportunity. Malcolm, just for example, look at like, look at the Broncos, look at the football team. Look they at this had, right now. Yeah, the, the Broncos were in a situation like that where they picked up Peyton Manning. The and they won the, they won a championship or, or, or a championship, went to a few Super Bowls. I know, we're talking about like right now, look at the Panthers. And the, when you the Panthers have- are a team right now that, that could take a shot at Malik Willis. That's our team right there. That could take a shot at Malik Willis. I don't think so. They need to win now or Rule is gone. He needs to find like a quarterback he could win with right now. I don't they they need like a veteran or a proven guy. Look look what Matt Nagy did. He needed a guy right now. What did he do? Drafted uh, Justin Fields. He got him fired. I mean, he's fired, but shit. I mean, the franchise might have a quarterback. No, yeah, you're right about that. But like Fields and Willis are way two different prospects, in my opinion. What? Yeah, who's better? Fields, that's pretty obvious. Hundred percent better. Then and this is the thing I'm talking about. Like they 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 had a shot at Willis last year. They passed on Willis. Oh, I'm talking about Fields. They had passed on Fields, who's lightly years. I think a light years better prospect. Yeah, but you're like, looking at. I didn't even like. I didn't even like Fields. You're looking at a different situation last year compared to this year. It's a completely different situation. Well, this was your three thirteen and one last year. No, but you have you have more building blocks now. You kind of know what you have more. Last year was an experimental year. We have we have a lot of draft capital, but nothing is guaranteed in this league until it's proven on the field. Yeah, absolutely. But so how I, do you know those picks are even though we have draft capital, we have ton of draft capital, but who are we to say that all of them is going to work out and we're going to have a top defense? No, well, I didn't. I, 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 I didn't say that. <laughs> I, I know I that, but that's what I'm saying. This let's fix everything first. Once we have everything established, then we can say, you know what? 
We're a quarterback away. Let's I get mean, our quarterback. How come I disagree with that? Because I think once you could just be stuck in purgatory, like the red, the, the football team or whatever, the commanders. The, the commanders could take a shot at uh, what's called Willis this year. That, that, that could be their guy. And though they need a win right now. He's not a quarterback. Who, the commanders? Now. They need a win now. The commanders need to win now. They have a team. Yes, they have a team that's built to win now. Yes, I know they have a team. But look at the San Francisco 49ers. They had a team that was ready to build now. What did they do? They, they dropped the Trey Lance. Lance. But they had they had Jimmy Garoppolo. They they could have been patient. Washington doesn't have anyone. Who Ryan Fitzpatrick? No, or who? I mean, I don't I know. Who, what, who did the Bills have when they drafted Josh Allen? They, they got rid of Tyron Taylor. They weren't in a position to build at that point. They what weren't. In a position to they win were right nine. Now. And, they went nine and seven. And went to the playoffs the year before. Yeah, but like, who is on that team now? That they they didn't view that as a team that could, was going to take the next step. They viewed that as like let's you know let's take some time and build this team. Who was on that team still from that Tyrod Taylor? Team? Uh, I, Everybody's I mean, I gone. Know. I mean, no, the, the what's called there? Uh, the Damaris White, the, the White still there? The corner? White was wasn't White drafted in twenty? No, he was there. He was a rookie. Okay. He was okay. He they was got a, they, they got I think Tredavious White, Matt Milano. <laughs> That's like about it. Maybe a couple uh, Jerry Hughes. Uh, that's like the only guys I can think of top of my head. Everyone on that team is gone. Even their offensive line is gone from that team. Yeah, they yeah. got building up that team down there. Like that, they don't think they viewed that team to be as like a team that we were going to take to the next level. That was a team that just kind of got there, kind of like the Raiders. They well, what, what you, got there? Wait, what were you going to say about? The, I mean, the same thing with the Ravens when they picked it up when they drafted um Lamar Jackson. Same same situation. Drafted Lamar Jackson. They were a playoff team the year before. But Malcolm, he's had like most of these quarterbacks. Though we're not saying throw them in there right away. Patrick Mahomes sat behind Alex Smith. Lamar Jackson sat behind Joe Flacco. But uh, what the Kansas City? They have been forty. You, you cut out. You, you cut out. I didn't hear you. Okay. Um, <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens. Well, they were a quarterback away. That's, what, that's the perks of Alexa. Uh, you're saying uh, with what the. The Lamar Jackson draft, draft. Lamar, yeah, with, with the Baltimore Ravens. They were twelve. They were nine and seven. They went to the playoffs that year, the year before. All these teams were uh, a quarterback away. That you. All these yes. teams were quarterback my away. My point being, all is, though, every single one of them. That's what they all have in common. Yeah. Deshaun Watson, they the Texans. They went to the playoffs the year before. They went to the playoffs the year before with Brock Osweiler. The thing is, though, with the quarterbacks, though, you either have it and you don't. When you don't have it, you have to keep searching. It doesn't matter if your team is built or not. You can start early, man. My point being is you don't have to take a quarterback this year. If you like the guy, you go up and go take him, though. So that's going to be something to watch out for. They're not taking this guy at two. I don't think they take him at two. I think they let the draft board fall. They have the ammo to move up if they really like him and they like the position that they're willing to go up and go get him for. Now, like a team in like 10 or 11 calls you up, right? Mm-hmm. And they trade with you and like say Malik Willis is there at 10 or 11, whatever it is. Like say they trade back and Willis is there. Are you okay with them taking Willis there instead of at two? Yeah, I mean, if I don't want him at two because I, I, I think that's a prime position to get one of these edge rushers like a Hutchinson or a Thibodeau. Right. But um, if it's another point in the draft where – the Lions are willing to give up this ammo, this draft capital for him. You know, it, it is what it is. Like, I'm going to trust the plan. You know, I, I think Malik Willis has flaws, definitely. But I think his capability, his, you know, his boom rate, I think he has good a boom rate too. I think he could be a really good quarterback if you can put him in a good situation. And I thought Pierre brought up a good point. That, like, this team, 
right now they have a good situation on offense right now. They really do. And I think if you throw a quarterback in there, I think, you know, they have an opportunity to thrive in this offense. They really do. Yeah, like most bad teams have bad O-lines, not the Lions. Like the Lions have probably one of the best O-lines in the league. So if you put a quarterback back there, he's not going to be running for his life the entire time. You know what I mean? Like, for example, look at Joe Burrow. He was drafted to a bad offensive lineman. Look at Trevor Lawrence, bad O-line. Look at Zach Wilson, maybe average, below average O-line, not as bad. But still, like the Lions have a great O-line in place, and that that's huge with a quarterback, right? And I, and I think something that we mentioned all year around this year was that this coaching staff that's really important in the NFL is having a good coaching staff. And we mentioned that a lot this year, that the coaching staff got a lot out of the guys they had out there. Like, right. that's a fact. Like, they got, out a, they got a lot out of the guys they had out there. And those weren't, you know, the most you know, highly regarded players coming into the league. But they did that still. They got two to three undrafted free agents that produced really good for them this year. Yeah. So uh, I'll say this, though, man. Yeah, you know, you're, you're right. You know, our coaches have to get the best out of some of these guys. You know, we do have some great coaches. On the defense side of the ball, looking at AG, what he's doing with the defense, get the best out of those guys. Nothing our quarterback play showed this year was, was wowing to me. What what our As far as our, our quarterbacks, none of that wowed me. You were, were you wowed by our QB performance? Any of our QB performance. Even when we had our backups out there. Like no. when we saw, we saw when we had Daryl Daryl Bevel, and we had our backups playing. Okay, but it was what, is that? What, is, what is Why is that relevant right now? What is Daryl Bevel? After what What right I'm now? saying is that no matter who was out there, he was getting the best out of those guys. I'll say this though, Malcolm. I don't think I don't think the quarterback. I don't think necessarily they were getting the best out of quarterbacks. I mean, Tim Boyle I, was okay, I guess. They, they didn't really have much talent to Down work with. Though, like that's, that's got- true. No Swift, no Hawkinson, and Jared Goff was playing his best football without his top two what he, weapons, whatever you want to call it, right? And Amon Ross. That's five games. That's five games. No, that's but it. but that's like when they fired their uh, offensive coordinator, and we said um, the coaching staff did get the best out of the guys they had, in my opinion. And the, on the on the quarterback side, the last six games, yeah, yeah, that's a game, absolutely. I'm talking, about, I'm, I'm comparing the whole season. Okay, okay, that, that was Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn's not here anymore. He's with us, San Francisco now. He's their assistant head coach. I mean, yeah, sense, they, they, sense. They, they, they did a good job the last games. I mean, I'm not not denying that, but I'm not saying like, you know, wow, we saw a really improved Jared Goff. Goff was like amazing. He uh, wasn't amazing, but was he a lot better I, than what we like? Like, was he playing as one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL? Like, he was top. Yeah, he he was. He was. I, I'll say that. You know, I, I'll admit to that. He definitely he definitely was playing at a pretty high level the, now, the last now, five games. And now imagine you get a talent who has maybe elite calibers than Jared Goff, because we know what Jared Goff is. He is a very average, you know, he's, he's average in everything, decision-making, and essentially everything he owns as a quarterback. He's just very right now, not needed. average. Right now, right now, because it's a big maybe. Right now it's a big maybe. I mean, yeah, and the thing is you have time to get this guy. It's not you don't have to rush to get your quarterback right now. Now they like you said they fall in love with Malik Willis or they fall in love with this guy and he's going to lead their franchise. I mean, do it, man. I, I guess. Well, I mean, you got to look at this. You got to look at this way, man. How many of those type of quarterbacks won the championship? How many quarterbacks like that have won the championship? What do you mean yeah. by that? Like scrambling quarterbacks, small, under like six foot and under scrambling. But he's like close to the size, though. Huh? He's, he's six foot flat. He's six foot. He's two twenty five though. He's not like he's two twenty. He he's a running quarterback. 
I mean, I guess you could and say Russell Wilson. I mean, he, 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 Russell Wilson, yeah, you could say Russell Wilson, but Russell Wilson, when he won his championship, he had the number one defense and number one rushing offense. Sure, but Russell. But Wilson I mean, but I mean, yeah, yeah, we we can say Russell Wilson, but he's the only one. I mean, but you, you, Kyler Murray. Up. I'm sorry, Kyler Murray's never going to win championship. I'm going to say that right now. He's not going to win championship. Okay, but you bring this up to me every single time. Is who who else has won championships outside of Tom Brady in the last like decade or two decades? I mean, it's really we'll see, we're going to see one. We're going to see. We're going to see one right now. We're going to yeah, see a, a, another. And, and look at the style of quarterbacks that are, that are out there. Who who's out there? No, Matthew Stafford. Okay, but look at the what type of quarterback. Are, are those the same type of quarterbacks? Okay, what about the game before the Sunday before? They're not Josh today on a big game. But well, they're, not, on, they're not in the big they game. Have the cap- they had the capability. <laughs> they're, not the a, they're not in the big game. And first of all, Patrick Mahomes is not a scrambling quarterback like that. He, he ran a 4 8. He does everything. He, he does. I mean, he makes crazy throws, but he's not under six foot or six foot and under. He's not a scrambling I, quarterback. I don't see why, like, six feet is not that bad. Drew Brees was six feet and he was fine. Drew me. Brees was a pocket passer, man. But the thing I'm talking about these small guys that are going to take off, like and this guy, and all these other. It doesn't they haven't? It hasn't worked out. Willis is not like he's not. Well, like, he's different. He's different. He's special. Is that what you're going to tell me right now? What I'm Malik Willis to... is special. <laughs> Please, I just want you to say those. I just want to hear those words because I just want to know what is different between him and Kyler Murray. I'm saying he could be special, but he's not special yet. What's the difference between him and Kyler Murray? So There's... you wouldn't you, you wouldn't take Kyler Murray as a quarterback right now? You're never going to win with Kyler Murray. This is fun. It's going to be exciting. He's going to scramble, run around, and make big throws. But See, I, you're not I, I, win disagree. With Kyler I, I disagree. I think Kyler could win a Super Bowl if you take I'm Cliff Kingsbury out of Arizona. I'm not. You take him out of Arizona? To, to, to New England with Bill Belichick? Can so Bill Belichick turn into a pocket passer? No, I'm saying I think Kyler, if you put him in a more NFL offense style, I think he can make the big time throws too. We've seen it in the NFL not, level too. Not going to happen. Not going to happen unless he had the number one defense and a number one offense just like Russell Wilson. I, I disagree there, but okay. I don't really. I'm not crazy about Kyler. Now, if you put Lamar he's, here, Lamar, but Kyler, Lamar, same thing. He's never going to win the championship unless he has a number one defense now, or number one rushing now, offense. Now, I, now, that's something I agree with. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> and he's taller. He's taller, but he's a again a running quarterback. But Kyler yeah. makes way more better throws than Lamar Jackson. He he he, yeah, he does, but this is, he just doesn't have the the it factor to win. Oh, you're talking about an All Pro uh, MVP quarterback and saying he can't make NFL throws. Come on. No, I said, he's he's not gonna Super Bowl. I, say, I say he's not an elite passer. I'm just saying he's not going to win the Super Bowl. That, that's what I'm saying. It just, it just is way, what it is. Ending though, right? Like, you need mobile quarterbacks in this league. It's just the way the game is trending right now. You, uh, what are you talking about? Joe Burrow's he's not that mobile. He's now, in the Super Bowl. Burrow is a special talent. There's not a lot of players that come out. Like, Joe Burrow reminds me a little of Brady. I'm you, not, you, look I'm, at, you look at all the elite quarterbacks in the past five years, they, they've been like that. No, now it was, it was Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was a scrambler. But yeah, yeah, he actually scrambled. He can move, but he's a pocket passer. All right, let, you want to bring up some guests? Yeah, go ahead. But, man. but but my point is too is Malik Willis is not just a runner. He's not just a guy. Yeah, he is. I think he could develop to be a pocket passer. That's where I'm going. Like, I, if you're drafting Malik Willis just to be Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray in the NFL, then absolutely, I'm out on that. But if you're, no, he's gonna be, he's gonna be, he's gonna be a runner. He's gonna run around. He's gonna be like, what's it called? He's gonna try to make the plays. Just like he's gonna be kind of like kind of like how Justin Field was. He we gonna try to make the plays, but he's gonna eventually be taken off. This is, this is what it is. See, like if that's the plan, then I'm absolutely out on that. But if he runs a, he, he he's gonna wow
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. in the combine too he runs like in a four 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 three ish so he's no. fast as hell the speed is fine the speed is good like I, I like a guy who can move out of the pocket obviously that's like what Pierre's saying but i think malik wills is not just a guy who's just gonna be running and you're gonna call read options every play like he has an arm not every play it's, it's gonna be kind of like kind of kind of kind of murray that's a college style offense i don't want to like you, i don't think you bring a college style offense to malik willis that's the only way these short, the only, that's the only way these short guys are gonna succeed unless I, you're gonna run the ball like like I, um russell wilson did no, I disagree with that. I mean, I don't know what height has to do with this. The guy has a can of an arm. He can make all the throws. He can move. The, the, I, the height has to do with finding passing lanes when your offensive linemen are six foot eight, Pierre. No, I'm not worried about that. I mean, he's not like five nine, like like uh, Kyler. Six feet, bro. He's not like short, short. He's he's okay. he's six foot. He's short. He's short for a quarterback. He's six foot. I, I don't think that's necessarily. I don't think that's bad. Six foot. Six foot is, is look, quarterback. Look, it's just, it's just, it's just what it is. It's like it's like being five foot. Nine as a receiver, you're a short receiver. Campbell said, "Like he's built well, so he's built because he's he's well, heavy, as far as I can say, he could take hits. He's big as far as that, but as far as height wise, he's he's small. I don't. I'm not really concerned about his height. I gotta, yeah, um, that's not something that like really like shocks me. I like his build honestly as a quarterback. I think he's a, look he's a fine build. Like the way the league is running, people like didn't like Russell Wilson because he was so short. So teams didn't make that mistake again, and they're like, all right, Kyler." Could be like the next potential Russell Wilson, right? So they oh, took but that, like, if Russell Wilson. If Russell Wilson had, they never had the number one defense. Never had the number one offense. You have zero rings, zero, none. Not that none. You have no rings. You have no. You have no rings. Quarterback. I don't care about the defense or whatever. He is a talented quarterback. It's a talented quarterback, but 
I mean, you're looking at a guy to elevate your team, like a Joe Burrow. You're not gonna get that from a guy who's six foot tall that's gonna just run around and you scramble don't around. Elevate a team. Elevate a team and take him to the Super Bowl? No. I disagree. With to that. win a Super Bowl? To win a Super Bowl? No. Yeah, I disagree with that. The day Kyler Murray elevates his team to win a Super Bowl, you could prove me wrong. I'm not talking about Kyler. I'm talking about or any 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 quarterback that's under six foot that runs around and doesn't really have a top 10 defense or a top 10 rushing offense. I want to see them win the Super Bowl. I want to see them do what Joe Burrow's doing. It's not going to happen. I want to see them do what Tom, I mean, you know, you're looking at the greats. I want to see them do what Aaron Rodgers has been doing his whole career. You're not going to see it. Yeah, I, I disagree with that. I think uh, Russell Wilson elevates an offense. You're about to see it in the offseason. If he's available, he's going to go for two or three first-round picks. Watch. He could. If but is, is that gonna translate? Is that gonna, is that translate to Super Bowl Pierre? Like if you're the Broncos and you trade for Russell Wilson, you have a Broncos team. have a top defense. They have a top running game. Of course, he could probably get the Super Bowl. I'm talking about a team like you see what Joe Burrow just did to the Cincinnati Bengals. No O line. Take his team to the Super Bowl. But that might win. The, might win it. The Bengals have a good running team and they have a good. Uh, they have a good running team, but what what's what's the what's the what's what's the first point of their offense what are they a passing team or a running team they're obviously a passing team absolutely i mean it's driven by joe burrow joe burrow leads that team it is is what it is yeah it's gonna be interesting i think murray has the capabilities of winning in this league if you know i think he has i think Uh, he has ability uh, to elevate team let's bring up some some gas lamar jackson absolutely not i'm out but yes murray (laughs) I like Murray. <laughs> Murray's RG3 2.0, bro. How's it going, man? What is happening, bro? Um, I, I just I just wanted to ask you one quick question. Uh, Pride, not Pierre, sorry. If to avoid confusion. That's Malcolm. That's Malcolm. Malcolm. Yeah, that's, sorry, that's, sorry, that's sorry. Apologies. Yeah, apologies. It's all good, bro. It's so all good, bro. I, I've been trying to be fair and listen to your point of view when you and Pierre were de- debating over it. Like, if, like Pierre said earlier, if you see a quarterback with intangibles like that, you have to take that. And I'm not saying two, but you trade them up and get them because we have the coaching staff. We have the coaching staff. That's been a main plot thread with um, Buffalo, Kansas City, and the Ravens. They all developed their quarterbacks. And just like Pierre said, it's a new league. Pocket passers, unless you're a Joe, Joe Burrow, are not really going to do much. And again, it's not always defense anymore. I I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't agree with that saying that it's pocket passers is out. But it's still rare. Like, Joe Burrow is a different breed. He's a unicorn. Just like we call Josh yeah, Allen a unicorn. He's, a great, he's, he's just a great, he's a good quarterback. Great quarterback. Because he has the He's a good quarterback. Well, why do you think? Why is he a great quarterback, actually? Why? Because um, he's had the if factor. <laughs> he has the what, if factor. What's the he, if factor? You no, know, no, no. What's and, the if factor? He knows how to win. He's a kid that, you know, in college, coming out of college, he was highly praised. 60 touchdowns, won national championships. Okay. Yes, I, he didn't, I, I, he, I he understand didn't have that, to... but I need you to say what I need you to say. It's not because of his arm. It's not because of his legs. It's because of his mentality. 
that doesn't walk around a lot. I, I, that, I, that, I, 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 I want to say I want to say that this is mentality. It's, it's everything. Everything it's, with Joe Burrow well, is the reason no, why. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, I'm not going to say he's not a talented QB physically, but we all know why Joe Burrow is like a top QB right now. He literally said, "Fuck everybody, I'm going to win." That's that Tom Brady mindset. That's what Pierre was saying earlier. And again, that doesn't walk around every day. Like you're obviously going to be more prone to getting a mobile passer that way. You know, you can just be with the trends. And again, we have the coaching staff just like Buffalo and Kansas City, like they did with their quarterbacks. Uh, th- again, and this is just like with the Kansas City situation. Again, that was a team. I that understand came off that twelve and four. But if there's a quarterback you know, they, they available, had... you have to take them. Because okay, okay, not, okay. not necessarily. I mean, if they if they love him, if they love him, okay. take him. It yeah. is what it is. But, but, it, but what it, I'm trying to say is, but what I'm trying to say is, they don't have to rush it. I understand. They have draft capital but next season. They, they have draft capital. They have access to him, bro. He's literally in their ear. That's cool. They're That's not cool. going to have that, that on that CJ Young or Stroud or mean... all these other big five quarterbacks, whatever you call it. Because that's the I understand that, but that's that's why I want is, no hold on hold on. What is the twenty three class like? Like what what's so what's so different than Malik's talent? That's what I want to know. Uh, the I thing mean, with Malik, the thing with Malik Willis, man, he's, he's inconsistent. Okay, he's, he's a project. Big whoop to do. Who? What does CJ Stroud have? Yo, okay, yeah, but but CJ Stroud is a lot better in my. Opinion. Okay, 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 but, but, Peter, but I'm not Bryce trying Young, to, I'm light not trying to be, Bryce Young I'm, is light years better. Okay, because Young, why? Light he years, went light Bama, years. Ohio State is that why? He's set up for no, success. No, 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 no. He's poised. He's he anticipate throws. He doesn't make crazy mistakes like like uh, Malik Willis. He's just light years better. It just is what it is. Well, you don't think that's part because he was set up for success? Who, who Bryce Young? Yeah, I mean he he showed that he was poised against great playing against great defenses. Yeah, of course. He showed that he, of course, but again, it's kind of easy to do that when you're Bama or Ohio State. You're set up for success. That's what I'm wondering. So because they're in good schools, you're saying that you probably look at them less. Is what you're saying? I, I'm just wondering. I mean, what is that their advantage that they go to big schools? Or I'm just wondering. No, I, I don't. I don't look at. I don't look at. Again, when I look at quarterbacks, I don't look at wide open throws. I don't look at. Um, I don't look at. I don't look at situations like that. I look at can they make NFL throws? Because Ohio State quarterbacks. How are they? Ohio State quarterbacks have bad track records. Alabama tra- uh, uh, quarterbacks have mixed records. I gotta say this regarding look, bad records and stuff. I don't. I don't. Judge like uh, just because a quarterback came from Ohio State or he came from a different school, I don't care about what school he came from. I want to see his tape. Like me and Malcolm last year, we love Zach Wilson. He came from BYU, right? Small school, exactly. But it was super talented, and I still think he's gonna be a league. You look at you look at the throws that they can but, make. How but they are you got how it? But Jalen is Jalen Hurts an elite quarterback? Well, we were high on Jalen Hurts, but again, he's an again. That's what I'm getting at. The Alabama quarterbacks are a mixed bag. Like Mac Jones is surprisingly but the best quarterback there. School though, like I called that. I called that. Who yeah, called? Who called Mac Jones? You called that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it's kind of weird that a pocket passer who has all the weapons available was the best, you know, quarterback from Bama. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Because again, when you see um, Malik Willis work with less, and the fact that he's able to basically will them to wins. Again, what he did at Liberty, that says volumes. 
I mean, look See, at the this, Patrick Mahomes. Let me tell you what speaks remember, remember the Patrick Mahomes thing in Texas Tech. They did this. Let me tell you what speaks um, What Trey Lance did in North Dakota State. Um, when Trey Lance was in North Dakota State and he threw how many touchdowns with no interceptions? He, he went crazy. Th- that's 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 a kid that's playing in school, you know. That's that's like a wow, you know. Now you you, you see what you can do in college, even in a bat in a in a in a, um, a, a small school, you can take a chance on that guy. That's why Trey Lance where he, where where Trey Lance went. But Malik Willis, you turn on the tape, he makes some great throws, man. Some I'm telling you, he makes some wild throws. But then you see some throws, you're like, holy shit, who the hell is he throwing this ball to? No, yeah, that, that's 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 my issue with, with Malik Willis and. If the coach staff feel like they could fix him and they want to trade draft capital to fix this guy, cool. I just, I, I just hope that you know we're in a different situation where we could get a. Type or yeah, I think not Trey Lance or a uh, you know a guy that's where we don't have to say well we need to fix this. Yeah, let's I, let's I, let's draft this guy. I think to lead our with, franchise. I think the thing with Malik Willis is like when I watch him. I feel like sometimes like when I when I see him, it's just like it looked like he was trying to do a little bit too much. And I yeah. think that was with the situation that he was in, tries to take over like, you know, that he's trying to be that guy. You know, he's trying to have, you know, he's trying to be that guy that's going to be the be the reason to win the game. And I felt like sometimes just watching the games, especially when it came to bigger games, like when they played Ole Miss, because that's when I, I went back and watched specifically was I felt like he was pressing situations where. He tried to force a ball that shouldn't probably, you know, force. Or, you know, he tried to escape the pocket too early. Um, just was trying to do too much. And I think we bring it up all the time is as well is you could be a great quarterback and still lose games. I mean, you had Matthew Stafford for 12 years. Quarterback is not the only position on the field. And when you're not set up for success, sometimes, you know, it, it doesn't all form. But I'm not going to say I'm, that's a, a free pass to Malik Willis because Malik Willis had opportunities as well where he could have had opportunities stepped up. You know, he, he just did too much or he was, he was trying to do too much and ended up making a stupid decision. Um, so it, I'm, I'm intrigued to follow his career and just see the situation that he comes, um, comes into. I think a situation like Detroit, though, could be a good situation for him because I think we have a lot of places and pieces for him that he has the capabilities to win because he has the traits. And I think if you put him in a good situation with, you know, good players – Obviously, you're seeing different defenses in you know the NFL compared to what he saw at Liberty. Th- that's the more intrigue I get with Malik Willis than you know a, a guys other guys in this class. But I'm like with you, Malcolm. You don't have to rush the decision. You only take him if you absolutely love the guy. But if you don't love a guy, you don't just take a quarterback because you need to take a quarterback. You take a quarterback because you absolutely love him. And if they love Willis, I'm cool with it. And, I, and if they were going to take a shot in any quarterback in this class. I would honestly like to be Malik Willis over any of these guys in the class, to be totally honest with you. For me, it's three guys. If you take a shot, it's Corral, Willis, and uh, Howell. I think all of them have, like, talent to be successful in this league. They just all have some stuff that they need to correct. I'm just, I'm just still not sold that he's, he's QB1. That, that's just me. I mean, I don't well, know. Well, I, I think teams are going to view it differently, too. Is like, what do you want? Because you, you can get more production early from guys like a Pickett or maybe even a Sam Howell. But if you want to go with the most potential, I think we could all agree that I think Malik Willis has that. Yeah, probably. Right. Yeah, he probably has the most potential. It's kind of like so, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a Trey Lance situation, but Trey Lance was a different, again, a different type of quarterback. Trey Lance was was, was just a light year better prospect than 
what's it called than, than Malik Willis. And I agree. I agree. I think Trey Lance looked more poised in his you know film when at North Dakota State than Malik Willis did in at Liberty. I, I would agree with that hundred percent. I'm not here to say that I think Malik Willis is by any means a perfect prospect, or I would even go as far as an elite prospect. But he's I a, think he's a, he's a good prospect. He's okay. Yeah, he, he's I, okay. And I, if he goes to the right situation, maybe he could be good. But I just like the traits that he possesses, and you know, and I and I think that the Lions getting a, a deeper look at him in the Senior Bowl, and you're gonna have these couple months to make that decision. I feel comfortable, you know, with their judgment if they really like the guy and think he could be that guy, or if they think he's just another guy that you know maybe we can upgrade down the line, and we don't really need to absolutely trade up to get Malik Willis because. Let me, let me ask you a question, Tyson. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. So. I know everybody's not really too much into these um, these games right now, um, as far as like the the Senior Bowl game itself. Mm-hmm. But if he comes down there, three picks. What are your thoughts on Malik Willis? I want to see the decision making. Like, yeah, I think Saturday is going to be interesting. You know, we're going to watch the game tomorrow. I want to see how he looks because the game itself, yeah, obviously, are not as important. But the game is still important in some ways of. What'd you do in practice that you didn't do on Saturday? Like what made that much of a difference? Because on, you know, the first three days in practice, we didn't hear that he's having a, a tough time throwing a bunch of picks and making bad decisions, but these are drills. So if he has a bad game Saturday, I think that it could change the perception of, of some Lions fans and just football fans in general, of how they view Malik Wills, because you had all this buzz going into the week and then you come into actual games where the helmets and pads come on, even though the game's not as important, you know, I, I still want to see what he could do. If he throws three picks, how much work did you really get done this week? No, yeah, Tyler, I think I'm with you there. But I want to say one thing about the Ole Miss game. That's not really like – I mean, you had an Ole Miss D-line against um, – No, um, yeah. No, that, that's my, that, that was my point, Piers, that he was yeah. pressing too much. That team was clearly not fitted to play no, Ole Miss. No, absolutely not. And I think yeah. I kind of had to press. I don't necessarily want to – like, your best players, they have to try to show up in the big games where – and I don't know, but when you, tomorrow though, it's it's going to be really important for him because yeah, he had all this hype into the league. But if he goes in tomorrow and throws like two or three picks and plays like shit, they're like, all right, so what, what do we do with this kid, right? Yeah, I want I want to see the decision making tomorrow. I want to see what he looks out there. I want to see if he's making smart throws. He's not pressing because you know this is not liberty anymore. Like you, you're going against guys who are going to come in the league with you right now. So. Those excuses are out the doors tomorrow. And I know people Absolutely. don't see the game as that important, but those excuses are out the door tomorrow. You got a more talented offensive line now. You're getting guys who are going to be in the actual league. You got more talented receivers. There's no more excuses anymore. So if he has those same decision issues as I see tomorrow, you know, that that's definitely a red flag for me. Yeah. Now, like, a guy like, for example, like Howell or whoever's old, like Ritter or something, if they impress you tomorrow, I think you also have to look at that too. You're like, all right, with, like Ritter struggled this week with his accuracy issues. Carson Strong, I think they said he was a little more hesitant to kind of like throw the deep ball sort of, and he wasn't moving as well in the pocket. So, I mean, every quarterback has issues, right? So mm-hmm. I think tomorrow it's going to say, okay, how do they do against these slide reps? Also, you can't really blitz, so it's going to give you a good look like how do they play, how do they read the defense. It's pretty basic stuff this senior bowl because you can't learn a whole playbook in like three weeks. Yeah, so basic, not, not even that basic defense, right? You can't blitz. So if you struggle against like a basic defensive coverages and that stuff, then I bet that's a bit of a red flag to me, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree with you. Yeah, a lot. Now, I think after this game, we could probably revisit this topic to see, you know, if the Detroit Lions are looking to draft him. If he comes out there and throws four, four touchdowns, 
it might change my whole perspective about this kid. Mm-hmm. Come out, throw three, four touchdowns. You know, I'm, I'm, I might be thinking different about this guy. I might be like, oh, you know what? Maybe they should move up. Yeah. But if this is the Malik Willis, Malik Willis I've seen all, all season long, and he's having one of his down games. Mm-mm. I I, th- I think even like when you turn on the Ole Miss game where he threw a very stupid pick, I I think there's still a lot a lot of good stuff in that game. If you really it's not, go, it's not in that game. I know I know I'm saying there is there's other games where yeah you're right he doesn't look great but like that game specifically where he's playing the top opponent, I still think he made he did a lot even though the score doesn't look good and maybe a stat line doesn't look great. I think if you actually look, go look back and look at the stuff that he did, I didn't think he was actually that bad, honestly. There was a couple, you know, you know, bonehead decisions that it's like, what are you doing out there? But for the most part, I thought Malik Willis, you know, had an overall solid game himself. If you're just looking at him specifically, right? Yeah, he has some pretty rough games, man. He does. He does. Like Josh Allen had those rough games, right? I think Mahomes had some rough. Like a lot of these guys have rough games. That's okay. You have the coaching staff. You have the tools that you think you could develop them into the player you think you can become become successful in this league. Like a lot, quarterback is one of the hardest positions to evaluate just because there is so much that goes around on the O line, the receivers, the coaching. Versus, like, if you're just like a really good corner, you're you're like a really good corner, right? Yeah, I mean, just look at Matthew Stafford. You had Matthew Stafford twelve years, couldn't win one fucking playoff game. Yeah, and like a lot of people didn't know he was this good. Now everyone's like, "Holy shit! Look at Stafford. Will you how?" Look at the like. Look at the media hyping him up, right? Ma- Matthew Stafford leaves one year. He's in the Super Bowl, wins three playoffs game, couldn't do one playoff win in Detroit, and so, we would all agree that this was not on Stafford, at least majority of it. Yes, right. So, um, when, when, if you look at Willis, if you think like, okay, like if we develop this kid, if he sits a year or maybe even two years behind our starter, and we could develop this kid, we could actually, if we think he could become one of the best quarterbacks in this league then, yeah, you, you take him. But if you're like, okay, this kid's a project, we're not really sure. Uh, then, no, you don't touch that. Right? So you don't touch him. You don't just take him like, oh, we're taking him just to take him. No, yeah. and I bet Holmes and the Lions, they're smart with that. Like, and, 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 and Malcolm brought a great point. It's like you don't have to take a quarterback this year. Like you're not one of these teams where you have to take a quarterback. Right. Like some, some teams have to take quarterbacks in this draft, whether they love a guy or not. And that's a very tough situation to be in. But the Lions are not in that situation. So that's a very fortunate thing. So – they have all the you know ammunition to do whatever they really want to do. If Malik Willis is there at a certain spot in the draft and they feel comfortable and they think he's that guy, you absolutely go do it. But, so, but if they okay. listen to this for a second, so Matthew Stafford, if he does not sign after next year, he's a free agent. I'm just saying. I, I've already told Malcolm this. <laughs> I've already so, told, I've already I mean, told you know, this and this is this is to the point I'm trying to make, man. Build everything first and let's see what happens. I mean, do you guys think Derek Carr's going to go into this year without signing a contract? Who knows? They've been trying to get rid of Derek Carr's for they've been trying to get rid of Derek Carr's for years. No, but like, I mean, over there, I don't think McDaniel's necessarily wants to rebuild. I think they're ready to go. Like, that's but does Derek Carr want to sign an extension? I I think he might be willing to play out the year and test out the open market in twenty three. I wouldn't especially, be completely shocked with that. Especially McDaniel's fucks it up. If he goes there and fucks it up, yeah, like I I don't see Carr, Carr be out. I don't see Carr signing extension before the season starts. I really don't. And and this brings back to my point of saying, you can wait it out. You and, don't have to rush this shit. You don't and, have to rush getting the quarterback. No, no, you don't have to rush it. You only take if you absolutely love it. And that's my point I'm trying to get across. Like, you don't just take them just to take it. You, you take them if you absolutely love the guy. And, you know, I, I think the Lions had good intel this week. They were working hands-on with these guys. They got to work with them for a week. So they know the best than anyone here. So 
if they if they're comfortable with it, then I'm gonna give them the trust because they don't have they haven't given me anything to not trust them yet. So if they go up and move up in this draft and Malik Willis is that guy, you know, I, I'm intrigued. I want to see what happens. Yeah. Now, do I you think, think um I was gonna ask, do you think um Tyler Huntley, that's a guy from that's a backup from Baltimore, Baltimore right? Yeah. Is he? Do you think Malik Willis is better than him? I think he has uh, a upside, a lot higher upside. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay, I would agree. With that. Uh, right it's now, it's possible. probably not, but like maybe in like a year or two, I think yeah, maybe. Like we got to see, right? Because bro, we talked like if Trevor Lawrence, for example, if he got drafted, say to like New England, a winning team, a winning team, right? A team that already established, not even yeah, a team that already. Like, I, I think if you put, him, I think I think if I like, think even if you put him in Detroit, he looks a lot better than what he did I, in Jacksonville. Look, I think he would have looked really good here, but um, yeah. not really good, but he would have looked a lot better. But if I, you get him to, it like, all depends. It all depends because well, our offense at the beginning of the year was ass. But we had, but we could make the argument that we had the puzzle pieces to for success. We had the the we had first the weeks when, when what's the name was here. When Anthony Lynn was calling plays? I'm saying we had the players on the field to succeed. When Anthony Lynn was a calling plays? I'm not saying Anthony Lynn would have got the best out of Trevor Lawrence, but I'm saying we had the players on the field to, to get, you know, the best out of Lawrence, I feel like. And I feel like at some point when it probably wasn't working with A. Lynn, you switch over to what was working towards the end of the year, I think Trevor Lawrence would have played well. Yeah, it's, it's possible. He would have played – I think he would have played – like, do you think he would have played, like, light years better than golf or – just as good as golf, or what are you trying to say? I still think he'd have his rookie struggles, but he wouldn't be like as bad as the stuff that went on in Jack- like in Jacksonville too. You got to remember he dealt with a lot of pressure because he's that face of that franchise right now, and with the, all that stuff that was going on last year, like with Urban and I mean just a lot of stuff going on. The media ask you a ton of questions as a rookie quarterback. Like you're young, you're trying to learn and play in this offense, but you got all these distractions around you and all this crap and bad O line and, and just. Everything's going bad for you, right? So, fans dressing as clowns. He was just bad. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to make excuses for the kid. Yeah, he's a rookie year. He was a rookie, but by God, he was just bad. This is just what it is. I mean, I'm, he went through rookie struggles. Even I, when Daryl Bevel, even when Daryl Bevel took over, you know, we could say that you know the co- the coach before was was horrible, which he, Urban Myers was pretty bad. But when Daryl Bevel took over, that much better. I mean, th- this is what I'm looking at. When Daryl Bevel took over Detroit, I mean, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't. It, 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 looked like, it looked like their offense and their whole team in general got worse when Bevel took over. No, it's not like necessarily about like if Bevel or Urban. It's just like the culture down there and all this stuff he dealt with as a young player. Like outside of football, just off the field stuff with this coaching staff. I it's mean, you be... have faith and conditioning. I mean, bro, you're the face of that franchise, and you're a rookie quarterback. There's already enough pressure on you. You have a shitty O-line. Your receivers aren't all that. It's, it was just a mess for him. I agree. I think now with Doug Peterson, I think he's going to fix a lot of that stuff down there. We'll see. We'll see about Jacksonville. Jacksonville's in an interesting situation. Uh, I think he's going to fix the culture there for sure. I don't know if, like, you know. I just I don't know. Who's I Doug like Peterson? Peterson? I, I, I think Lawrence has the capability of being a very good quarterback. Yeah, like, I, mean, I think he has the traits. He he he, he definitely can. I just wish he was in a different situation. Yeah, I, ho- so. I just hope Jacksonville doesn't suck the NFL life from him, like it did many 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 quarterbacks in the past. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And that's why I said I think if he was in Detroit last year, I think we would have seen a, a way better version of him. If he struggles next year, I'm still not out on him. I I still think like really high of him. 
Some guys just take like look at Josh Allen, right? He took like his till his third year to really jump. It, it yeah. takes some time for these guys. Took his third year and and a dick straight. Yeah, to get so, the out of him. Right, and I mean Joe Burrow was was solid last year, but he got hurt. But then you bring in his boy Jamar Chase, and look what he's doing, right? Yeah, we all laughed at that. That was that was crazy. They uh, still I, they they still better damn address that offensive line. They, they will. Then the Aussies not pretty. They're probably gonna find like three or four guys. Probably draft like two or three. They better go offensive line, offensive line, offensive line in the draft. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked, bro. I mean, they're they're low. Like they're two yeah, well, have that many. Like they clear. have a good defense. I mean, good defense. Maybe I remember we were and we're like, okay, this team is like they're 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 tough to deal with. You know, now that they're in the Super Bowl, I don't feel bad that bad that they destroyed us. No, we absolutely them. not. Yeah, I mean, yeah, now I don't. That, that, that was a terrible game. <laughs> that was a terrible game. It was an awful game. That but... was one of the that was one of the worst ones of the season. <laughs> yeah, it definitely so, was. Um, we're a little over. If anyone else wants to come up, be come up. If not, I think we should end this. Yeah. So I know. Um, what's his name? Um, Mr. Colt had a request earlier. Colt, Colt you want to come back? You want to come up, Colt? Colt, you come up if you want. Just request the Lion King. The Lion King. Is that your favorite movie, Malcolm? My favorite, movie. favorite, favorite Disney movie. My favorite Disney, favorite Disney yeah, movie. Favorite Disney movie. Okay, it looks like he, oh, he does want oh, to come there up. There he is. There he is. The goat, the goat editor. The goat editor. Yo, yeah. what up, boys? What's, What's happening, up, man? What's up, Colt? What's driving, going on, man? Driving some pizza around. Don't got much time. I just wanted to say I appreciate y'all. And uh, one thing, real quick. So Malcolm was kind of. In his rant about Lamar and Patrick Mahomes, I think it's less of a these teams waited until their guy was there, but doing what what y'all were saying the Lions should do and go grab their guy because they're that in love with him. Does that make sense? The difference there. Oh yeah, I got you, man. So yeah, yeah, that was my only point. So didn't the Chiefs move up though for Mahomes? I feel like they did move up. Yeah. Yeah, they did. All, I think. I think almost all those teams. Moved I think up. the Ravens moved up too, but the Ravens wanted a fifth-year option, so that 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 made sense. They yeah. moved thirty-one or thirty-two, and which made. The, and then the Bears obviously moved for Fields last year. Um, who else? We met the Niners moved up for Lance last year, obviously as well. Um, there's some other ones. I, I'm I'm not I'm blinking. Uh, I don't think. The Texans, I think, Deshaun Watson just fell to them. And they yeah, I, say, I don't think they tra- – I was, I was going to bring that up, but I don't think they traded it up for him. I think he was just there. He was there, yeah. Which I, I unless, was... unless, they had, unless they had a second pick. I mean, there were 9-7 years before. I don't think they would have been in range to get a Lamar uh, Deshaun Watson at that pick. You sure? They could have they had someone else's pick or – Yeah, they could have had someone else's pick. I don't know. Is it that or they traded up? Because there were 9-7 years before. You sure? I'm 100% positive. Yeah, I looked all this stuff up. Oh, I'm, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they had someone else's pick. I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm telling you, all those teams were playoff teams a year before. Every single yeah. one of those teams. Yeah, the Texans I think the only team, the only team that has a that took a Chargers when he drafted Justin, but Justin Herbert, he's not. He wasn't like a maybe prospect. He was a guy like don't take. He was a guy who had questions, but went crazy, like balled out at the Senior Bowl. And then the Chargers fell in love with him. I think Herbert had questions. There was questions that he could even take snaps under center. There was questions that he wasn't a good leader. Like, he was a quiet leader, quiet personality. Could he lead a room? Could he lead some guys? I'm, t- I'm talking about the players on the field. Like, he wasn't like a, oh, he, uh, maybe prospect that we need to work with this guy. 
He had all the but, tools. He had, no, he had all the tools you, on the field. But you remember the qu- the question mark with Malik or not Malik? Uh, Justin Herbert was like he could even take snaps under center because they never did that at Oregon. But yeah, I uh, I don't. I mean, I yeah, remember people I mean, having most quarterbacks. Two, most quarterbacks. Have, most quarterbacks have that in um in college. I remember yeah. people having two higher than Herbert. Was it me? Yeah, it was I, me. It was I, me. I, was I say I, I I had two. I had two. Uh, you know, ahead of him. You know, I'm I'm. I'm always gonna put my guys up there, regardless. It's, it is what it is. No, that, that's that's two is your guy. We know that you're a Bama fan, and he's your guy, and you watch exactly. Him. But, I mean, uh, even take our bias. I, I thought two was better too than Herbert. Uh, uh, yeah. You guys know how I felt about Tua, so you did. But you I did. mean, I've been wrong before. I was wrong on Drew Lack, right? But, like, no, I have a right and wrong. But like, what, what I'm trying to say is like the, he it wasn't like you, you seen the stuff. Like he he was making throws. Like I kind of compare him kind of to like a better version of Sam Howell, but like way better version of Sam Howell. I think Sam Powell has a lot of Herbert traits as far as, like, him throwing the football. I would say if you want to compare Herbert to someone maybe when he was coming out, he was maybe, like, a better version of Derek Carr, strong arm, big quarterback. Yeah, Derek, Derek Carr, same, 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 same thing. Herbert is actually taller, but still. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Herbert is, was 6'4"? I think he's 6'6". All these quarterbacks are short, man. I think yeah. they're all six foot. I think how I think except, except Matt Corral. I think Matt Corral is like the only one that's like six three. We'll see. We'll see at the combine when he measures. All right, is that a wrap? I think so. I think that's a wrap. All right, Tyler. Tyler. All right, that is a wrap to our live show of the Pride Podcast. Um, I hope you guys all enjoyed. And with that being said, I am out. Peace. All right, guys. I'm out. Peace.